know the lyrics to the extended version of every 90s TV theme song? And you recite the entire script to Wayne's World on command, verbatim? Might you wax nostalgic about injuries sustained during backyard wrestling matches? Have you pontificated at length over what beer goes best with Mario Kart? Do you philosophically dwell for inappropriate lengths of time on phenomena like snowsuits, minor five chords, Rocky Four, baseball stats, wall-mounted pencil sharpeners, cinnamon toast crunch, Murray Wilson, seasons two through eight of The Simpsons, Bond villains, then friends, lovers, palindromes, have we got the show for you. It's Calling BS with Brandon and Scott, your esoteric clerics for the fleet of mouth and mind. Brutally honest, meticulously obsessive, and painstakingly pragmatic. Check us out and BS, I love you. Genre. Oh my god, I just want to talk to you about Star Wars and nothing else. And nothing else. And nothing else. But we're not. Oh my god, so I was at the, I was at the bookstore did today. Did you enjoy it? Oh f- yeah, I did. Hell yeah, I did. It was so good. I was at the bookstore today and I was talking about going to see Last Jedi and sacrificing sleep to go see Last Jedi and then David was like, so uh, when does the Star Wars minute start? And I was like, oh, they're the reason that everyone else is doing this. Right? I mean, that's the that's the whole thing. Like they're 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 the they're the makers. I haven't really been listening to their new season. I'm behind. They're doing Revenge of the Sith right now. But that's crazy. They're about to be done their sixth season. I told you, like after you watched it, like I didn't have questions because of things that I've heard. Yeah. Even though I pretty much already know the answers to them. I'm just confirming. Okay. We'll get to it. We We solemnly swear we're up to no good. everybody to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Atreya Cope. And today we're talking about Minute 17. Minute 17 seems to be a particularly short one, which is weird to say. I know it's a minute. We understand that it's a minute, but there's like not much in this minute. <laughs> so once again, sorry if it's a short I, It minute. feels like less than a minute because there's it does. so it feels little going on. Like it, it feels so tight. Minute 17 starts with broken glasses and it ends with a frantic Harry. It's a really like, I guess I wish I had more set design stuff to talk about. Stuart Craig, of course, responsible for the set design, uh, very much like everything else in the movie. He had the same sort of dedication that he did for, for Diagon Alley last year. And the shop is fully furnished, even though it's, you know, built on a set, which is cool. There's a lot of skulls. It's like mostly skulls and shrunken heads. <laughs> and and yeah, skulls, more skulls. A hand. A creepy that hand. hand thing. Yeah. Oh my god. We gotta talk about the hand. Ugh. So yeah, like, okay, like I really have nothing to talk about but this hand in this minute. Harry slides out across the ground, he puts on his broken glasses, and then he kind of like pokes out, he like taps on some glass. It's just like, there's no, there's not a word spoken in this minute. We don't ever hear the name Borgen and Burks. No. Uh, they don't even ever call the shop that in this movie. We do get Borgen's name tomorrow. Spoilers for tomorrow. Our deleted sequence features Borgen. But there's this hand. There's this creepy, 
shriveled, uh, it, it gnarled. It looks too big to be a human hand. It does, and it looks like like not mummified, but almost like it's like dehydrated, like it's dried yes. out. You know? Yes, and it it looks like it looks like a Halloween ornament. Like those bowls that you put candy in that's supposed to grab the hand of the candy. Yeah. Like it's literally yeah. what it, And so yeah. what Harry does, Harry does is he like wraps his hand around the thumb. Like, what are you, why? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? This is a stupid idea, Harry. And so it grabs his hand and the music gets all intense. And then he fights with the hand for the rest of the minute. Right. Trying to like pry it off of him. Yeah. To so. To onto his wrist. From the book, we know that this hand is called the Hand of Glory. And a Hand of Glory is not something created for Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling. This is another example of something that she took from, like, other folklore and tied into her universe. So the Hand of Glory was typically the hand taken from a man who was hung on the gallows. Uh, if he was a murderer, it was the hand that he used to commit the murder. Uh, nice. I think this hand is a is the right hand of whoever this person's hand belonged to. I'm going to let the minute play up to that moment again so that I can see it. But I'm pretty sure Harry wraps his finger around the thumb, which is on the the far right from the angle we're looking at. So it must be the person's right hand. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a right hand. And... The Hand of Glory, the folklore that I found, the Wikipedia article I found, mentions that if you put a candle made of the fat of the same person who was hung on the gallows, the person who this hand belonged to, Mm -hmm. it would, like, render people whose light it cast on immobile. Oh. Which... I suppose in this case, it kind of immobilizes Harry. Right. In a way. In a way. But in the book, it is said that uh, you give this thing the candle and the candle will cast light for only the person who possesses the hand. Mm. So you could walk through a pitch black room with the hand of glory and this candle and you will see, you will have a light enough to see, but no one else will see that light. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. Draco Malfoy buys it and uses it in Half-Blood Prince in the book. Hmm. But it never comes up again in the movie. And then speaking of Draco. We see him. We see him outside the shop. Poking out the, poking out the window. Yeah. As Harry is fighting with his hand, he looks out the front of the shop and we see Draco Malfoy. And what is Draco Malfoy looking at? Another skull. <laughs> Literally, this is Skulls and More. <laughs> this is the store really should be called. Skulls and More. Skulls are us. Skulls are us. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> skulls are us. There's some shrunken heads, which we see they come back in the next one. But there's like this whole display cabinet is heads. This jar is heads. The counters in the back have heads. Why are there so many heads? <laughs> very disturbing do they all do different things do they do anything other than it's just aesthetic yeah just to creep you out i don't know (laughs) i have no idea well let me tell you victoria that was all of my notes because all there is is and that's all they're getting this minute 
Yeah, there's it's there's so unfortunately sad. there's just not there's, there's just not a lot here. Um Harry's glasses are not only broken, but the broken lens is like foggy. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like super foggy and dirty. Probably has dust on him now too. Yeah. Harry doesn't clean his glasses off before he puts them on. I'm pretty sure if you would have touched that broken lens, it just would have fell out. That's fair. He has a lot of dust in his hair. I know, he's covered in, like, well, I guess it's soot? Yeah, soot and, and dust, because look, dust? everything looks like it's covered in dust. Everything. This whole store looks like it's covered in dust. Does anyone shop here? Bro, do you even dust? It's it's there as a front for black market magic Literally. dealings. Literally. Yeah. That's why that's all it is. That's why it's dusty, because no one it's not men for people to shop there. Yeah. Dark art shops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean I hate this is gonna be the shortest minute we've ever recorded. There's yeah, uh Dusty Harry. Dusty Harry. In a room full of skulls. Skulls are us. Skulls are us. Thank you, everybody. And, I guess. And and peeping and peeping Draco. Peeping Draco. Through, through, the, through the window. Well, he's not even looking. How does he not see Harry? I know. How, obs- how obscured is he? I don't know. Or how dirty is the window that he's looking well, through? Well, I think he's just more interested in... The, the skulls. The skull. Yeah, in the skulls. skulls. Always skulls. I mean, I like skulls as much as the next person, but jeez. Yeah. Also, that window is filthy. It is. It is very dirty. So maybe he can't even see through it very much. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, if you have anything in particular you want to uh, to share with us, or want to uh, ask about this particular sequence of Harry sliding into sliding into Borgen and Burks, like he's playing baseball, like feet first, like safe, safe. <laughs> uh, Join us on Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army on Facebook. Our closed group discussion, as long as, like I said before, you're not a spammy spam bot, uh, we will let you join our group and we will uh, we, we are delighted to share in conversations about these characters and these minutes because this was a dry one. Mm-hmm. And then come back tomorrow for Minute 18 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mission, Mission Managed. managed.